Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Somerville Advice Givers Podcast, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. I'm your host, Yaden Smith, and this week, I'm excited to introduce to y'all Nathan Kneifel, like how you would say knife if K&N weren't a single diphthong in the English language. Nathan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Yaden. Glad to be here. So, Nathan, we met, let's see, we met... Um, I don't know, month, two months ago, something like that. We connected at, at one of the local BNI chapters here in Somerville. And I, I know that there are a lot of people in your industry. I don't want to steal any of your thunder, but you work with Rev Local, which is a nationwide local marketer. <laughs> Rev Local. Correct. Right? Tell, tell us a little bit about how you got connected with them, you know, what they do, what you do with them, just, you know, What's your story so far to get here? Absolutely. Well, uh, for about the past two years, I've been looking into doing something like this myself, actually. Mm -hmm. And before we moved down here, I looked into potential opportunities to do it myself. And I found actually they were looking for a consultant doing exactly what I was going to be doing on my own. So I figured, hey, let's learn the ropes through a professional, one of the most established in, um, organizations in the industry. As you said, it is nationwide. So I became a local consultant, just helping out local businesses to get found better online. Nice. Now, what did you do before this? What's your background? Actually, in broadcasting. Um, okay. I, I did about... I don't know, somewhere between six to seven years of online broadcasting. I did a lot of content creation, a lot of video editing, some podcasts, yeah. um, just a little bit like, of this like and that. Like internet radio type yes. stuff? Yes, yes. My sister used to do an internet radio show here, well, I say locally because it was a Charleston internet radio, but mm. internet radio is anywhere in the world, just right. dial in. Well, what, what, type of, what type of internet broadcasting did you do? Sorry, I'm going to jump right on that. Oh, it's, it's that's quite right. super interesting. It's quite all right. Well, I was actually part of an organization. I was uh, it was out in Denver, Colorado, because I okay. lived out there for much most of my 20s, um, and I got involved with a local organization. They were wanting broadcasters for a local scene to fill a spot, so I I started doing that just maybe a couple hours a week, and then they started asking me to do it more. You're and... listening to the sounds of the rain on 104.9. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> But it was a blast. I loved it, and uh, it was something that I enjoyed doing on my own as well, just because I did a lot of a lot of it personally with uh, online gaming stuff right. and content creation with making videos of my own and editing, and I just love the the whole aspect of it. Nice, nice, That's super. And now here you are as a. And what did you podcast about? Sorry. I, um. Well, it it was. I had a, a several of them. Uh, my my favorite one was actually about philosophy, and and I'm, nice. I'm big into that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, where can I? Is that podcast still available? It's, it's no longer no, still it's, available. It's no longer, no, it's no, no longer it's, out there. It's been retired. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes, Shoot. unfortunately. Yeah. I was gonna put a link to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, well, we'll jump. We'll continue to move forward. Sure. Instead of all these, all the the tangents, which there would be a lot. I'd love to talk about mm. all that stuff. But with with Rev Local and what you do, what, uh, you know, as an expert in your field. And I'm going to let you define what you're an expert at, but everybody's an expert at something. What are some pieces of advice that you could, you could share with our audience? Um, you know, we have business owners, we have entrepreneurs, we have managers, we have just regular folks, we have nonprofits. You know, what would you say are some pieces of advice for somebody to just you know, move the needle forward, to improve their life, to uh, increase their hustle, 
so to speak. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's very important to be found online in general. Mm -hmm. I, I feel a lot of business owners are really stuck in a mentality that it's all about just getting a word out there and then the rest just happens. But now it, is not a good time to own a phone book company. No, no, that's absolutely correct. I feel bad for Yellow Pages these days. They're yeah. trying their hardest to stay relevant, but it's, trying. it's not working out so no, well. Any, anytime I need to find anything, just pull up my phone. You know, hey, Google. Oh, Whatever. You're going you're gonna to activate yeah. our my, phones. My, 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 phone, my <laughs> yeah. phone just like, hey, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. what? I'm listening. Ears perked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, being found on primarily Google, but it's it's not all just about Google. There are still yeah. some people that use Bing, Yahoo, and heaven forbid, Yelp. Um, but <laughs> to be found on these is imperative in today's age, and especially as these younger generations are moving forward yeah. and... My teenage stepdaughter, when she's a fully grown adult and she's actually, you know, living the life of an adult, I, I feel bad for those people. But she's also going to be Googling every single thing that she needs, just like I do pretty much these days anyway. But to be looking for a service or a product and to not be found is you're just basically wasting money. You're, you're shooting yourself in the foot for You may not as well not even be it. in business if Correct. can't find you. Yeah, your lights, your digital storefront lights are turned off. Yeah. Yeah, so it's important for that. I, I like I like that. Your digital mm -hmm. storefront lights are off. Yep. Um, other than just getting the help you need to be found online, I would say some things that you can do on your own. Uh, social media. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people emphasize the importance of this, but I think it's it's very easy to do on your own. It just takes a little bit of time. And depending on what industry you're in, certain social medias will be more beneficial and they have their own demographics over right. who they're most likely to achieve. But I feel like LinkedIn's arguably one of the most useful. It's, it's definitely the professional adult, you know, social media, if you will. Um, so I feel like being, having a decent LinkedIn presence is pretty good. It's pretty important. Um, and then also on that, you really want to reach out to people. You want to network, uh, use, use the DM direct message feature, as they say. So reach out to relevant people, people that you want to get in touch with, get, you know, get in front of, see if you can get some lunch with them, get a breakfast, get a coffee, mm -hmm. um, and just network in general. Um, and then some general advice. Um, I, I always like to, I like to provide value first. Um, so whenever I'm trying to get in front of a client or a prospect, I will provide the value that I can to them up front. I will go over a free consultation, of course. I'll tell them what they're lacking and what they're doing well in. Mm -hmm. Things that they can do themselves, things that they can't do so easily themselves. So provide the value up front. And then last but not learn, learn and educate as much as you can with how to increase your presence. Yeah. Now let's jump into that in, into some of those a little bit deeper because I know I'm on LinkedIn mm -hmm. and... I don't know why I'm on LinkedIn. I'm mm -hmm. just on LinkedIn because I'm supposed to be on LinkedIn. And I get, you know, requests all the time like, hey, you have a, somebody wants to connect with you on LinkedIn. And right. I just mindlessly accept, accept, accept because I don't do anything on LinkedIn. You mentioned uh, DMs. Now, mm -hmm. for non-tech people, that's a direct message. But what would you say in a direct message? Because probably LinkedIn has templates like, you know, I guess Facebook doesn't have poke anymore. Right. All you, yeah. all you listeners who are under the age of 20, you guys have no idea what that <laughs> means. You know, poke. Like, what's, yeah. that? what's that? But uh, LinkedIn has some like templates like congratulate them on their anniversary or, you know, I mean, so far, the only stuff I've ever gotten on LinkedIn is spam. Right. So what would be an example of something that somebody could write, like the content of that DM to reach out to somebody for a, 
you know, to, like if somebody were to send an email to you through LinkedIn, what would it say that would say, oh, yeah, I'd be interested in meeting with this person, right? Well, I kind of piggybacking off of what you're mm-hmm. saying, you say that I you want to make sure it's not spam. Yeah. Uh, like if, if, if you can tell that it's a template, you can tell that they are just copy and pasting this oh, over to you're, dozens, you're if not hundreds. I mean, you may as well just delete it right then you're and dead. there. You just, you may as well have not done anything. Correct. You'd be Correct. better off binging on Netflix instead of wasting your exactly. time. Exactly. Exactly. So make sure that it's a custom personalized message. Mm-hmm. But with that said, you don't want to be sending out to dozens of people every day and nobody's got time for that. Right. So, get in front of the people that you want to to make an introduction to um, and then make it personalized you know introduce yourself personally and don't just make it like hey if you need anything let me know like then they're just going to move on get to the point like right. say hey i can do this for you or hey let let's mm. get get together for coffee you know i'm i'm available next tuesday that way they know you're local you're not just some right. telemarketer spam that's trying to get business you want to make it very personal and mm-hmm. just try to provide the value up front so yeah. just make it personalized so they know it's not spam and try to provide as much as you can to them without selling yourself or your service i like it when you said you know be be specific about what you can offer or what you're asking for instead of, hey, if I can help you, let me know. Right. Like, I mean, click, you know, archive, delete, yep. mark as spam, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of something that I've heard in these BNI networking groups where they took, because the goal of those is to pass referrals and find business. And one of their mantras is be specific, be very, very specific. If you ask 30 people, for example, you being in, you know, marketing, yes, 30 people, I'm looking for a business owner who owns a, I don't know, custom framing shop, right? for example. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I know two people right off the top of my head who have framing shops that I could introduce you to, right. as opposed to anybody you know who owns a business. Right. Like, I know 100 people right. who own a business. Like, I'm not going to just, rant. I'm not going to spam them. Mm. Like, hey, can I introduce you guys to my friend Nathan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. He's just looking to talk to business owners. Yeah. As opposed to, I have somebody who's specifically looking to talk with framing shop owners. Right. It's like, oh, what can he do for us? Because mm-hmm. we're a framing shop. Yeah. Correct. I like that. Be very specific with LinkedIn. Now, with the last one you said, you know, actually, no, not the last one. The next to last, like provide value first. I hate to harp on this, but, you know, in in industries that I've participated in, it has become such a cliche to provide value, right? Because it's like, oh, provide value in whatever industry, you know, give away the free thing to, you know, put them on your email list and then spam them to death. Right. You know, I liked what you said about the value that you, but can you flesh that out a little bit? Sure, absolutely. So like, like you're sitting with me, if you were to sit with me and I show you my LinkedIn, obviously I don't do anything well on LinkedIn because I just told you. But what do you actually go over with somebody when you're sitting down for that initial consult? Sure. Well, one of the things that I like to actually do to provide value up front is I actually have been doing a side hustle of video production. Um, it's it's obviously been a long time passion of mine. I've been video editing for 15 years. Um, so I will offer just to make them a business promotional video in my spare time, you know, I'll, I'll meet them up and I'll, I'll get some B-roll, I'll get some footage, I'll maybe get a little interview footage. I'll in, And then on the weekend, I'll, I'll piece together a nice little video promotion reel for them and I mm-hmm. shoot it out to them over and 90% of the time, they absolutely love it. And I say, hey, this is this is just for you. And it it is instills like, hey, we go above and beyond for you. That we is definitely this... value. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
Uh, so that's that's one of the things I do. Uh, granted, I'm lucky and I I'm I'm blessed. I'm able to do something like that. Right. But you know, find out what you're talented at. Mm-hmm. Uh, find out what you can do personally, and find out ways to give give it to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember reading somewhere in a business book. Was it? Uh, Maybe it was Don Miller, story brand, building a story brand, maybe. But they pointed out that you give away the why for free. The how you have to charge for. Right. It's like the how is, you know, all of our intricate checklists and contacts on how we do what we do. But the why, you you know, I don't have any secrets in my industry on why we do things. Now, how we do things, honestly, I don't have many secrets there either (laughs) because all my stuff is public knowledge because that's just how we work. But giving away the why for free and giving even away some of the how for free. Right. You know, that's, I like that. Mm -hmm. Giving away these video, promotional videos. A lot of people don't have the skill set. Correct. To put that together. Mm -hmm. I'm not advocating for everybody to do that. Right. But, you know, if if you're... No, that's a great example. Mm -hmm. Like, that legitimately has value instead of... Oh, here's a free analysis of how your business is failing. Right. Here's just a printout. Yeah. yeah. Here's a printout. Like <laughs> you have Facebook. Yes. You have Twitter. No. You have LinkedIn. Yes. But it's terrible. Yes. yes. Like here's your value. I'm, uh-huh. I'm using air quotes. Ladies, it's like mm-hmm. here's your value sheet that I'm providing on what you're doing well, and what you're not. Right. Like, right. I already know what I'm not yeah. doing well. Yeah. This exactly. is not anything new. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm talking with you, so I can get help right. doing the stuff bad with the stuff I'm doing badly. Mm-hmm. How long have you been? How long have you uh, been in the area? You know, you said you were in Denver. I know before we started the podcast. I know you've lived in Canada some. Yeah. Now, how'd you get to Somerville? Well, uh, for I I came out here in September, right around September, August, September, and it was right around the last hurricane. So we came out here. We were here for a week, and then we were all worried, <laughs> so we packed up and went to stay with my sister for a week while it went on. But uh, Actually, so I went to Purdue in Indiana initially. Okay. After I was done with that, I moved out to Denver until my late 20s. And then I, I kind of wanted to try out different things. So I literally sold everything I owned and I traveled for a while. I I moved out to Atlanta, Austin, Texas. I went out in Ohio, New Mexico. I was all over the place. Where in New Mexico? Uh, Roswell, actually. I love Roswell. Yeah. I used yeah. to live in El Paso. Okay. I was in El Paso for 10 years doing youth ministry. And oh my gosh. So listeners, if ever you get a chance to go see the Area 51 Museum in Roswell. It's amazing. Oh it's my amazing. goodness. If you're into that stuff, it's amazing. Something happened. Oh yeah. Whether it was an extraterrestrial, I don't know. But something definitely happened out there. That's the only reason the town is alive, oh my honestly. Gosh. Like oh my there's gosh. there's yeah. alien exhibits. The Area and 51 alien, Museum. Oh yeah, it's oh, everywhere. It's crazy. It's, it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah, they got is. a lot of it cool stuff of there. It is in the middle of nowhere. Completely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Deserts. So, yeah. It's it's. Sorry. I just. I love. <laughs> it, it is the land of enchantment. Yes. There. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, New Mexico, Ohio, and how'd you get to Canada? Well, I actually met my wife. Um, she actually we actually we met online um, because I was doing a alien podcast pretty much i mean it was it was it was mostly about um paranormal and philosophy and just i love it um but my my avatar was an alien face right. and she invited me and she you know she she's like hey i love your content 
and we started talking and before long it's like hey let's let's meet up and let's you know let's so we flew out to vegas together and we got to know each other and it was it was amazing so after that we decided yeah we need to we need to be together so i moved up to canada and i i was trying to become a permanent resident out there but you know we thought about it for a while and said you know canada there's snow about three quarters of the year. It's mm-hmm. really expensive mm-hmm. in Toronto. There's no ocean. So we kind of just looked at our options and we said, hey, we can we can move down to the States, but there's only certain areas that we like to be in. As, as I said, we want nice weather. Yep. We want access to decent jobs, okay. affordable quality of living, and access to the ocean. There you go. So we were torn between Texas this, and... I, I see this Venn diagram for Yes, me. exactly. Exactly, exactly. So we, it had to be right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Where it is yeah. overlapping everything. Um, so, yeah, we were torn between Texas and South Carolina, and we went out and visited both. And at first, we loved Texas. We're like, man, I don't know how, how Texas is going to be They beat. need to charge admission to get into Texas. I loved Austin, <laughs> yeah. but it was just too far away from the It is the, far from the, the ocean. ocean. And the weather in Austin, oh, my gosh, brutal in yeah. the summer. Oh, yeah. Brutal. Oh, yeah. It it, it was brutal. Uh, so then we we came out and visited Charleston, and we just immediately fell in love, and particularly Somerville, obviously. Nice. Um, so yeah, we we just bit the bullet and we made it happen. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, well, welcome. Thank y'all, you. Y'all, y'all haven't even been here a year. No, not even a year yet. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, we we are glad that you're here. Thank you. Glad that you're here doing doing what you're doing for businesses. Excellent. Okay, we're going to transition to the next segment of sure. the podcast. We call it the Final Four. We got four questions to go through. Question one is when when you pause from work mm-hmm. and you take time to recharge or play, what do you like to do? Sure. Well, actually, I'm working on a website right now, and I guess my way of getting off of work is to work on personal projects mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, but I, I work on a website right now called Opulent Wisdom, and it's really all about um, generating wealth, seeking wisdom, becoming the best person you can be, and just getting the most out of life in general, getting your life to be the way you want it to be. Uh, kind of you know squeezing the lemon out of life, if you will. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm working on right now. Um, I'm, it's it's a blog. We do a, a YouTube channel. We do you know all the social medias and stuff. Um, so that's my side project I'm working on right now. And other than that, you know, just spend time with the wife and the family. So nice, just enjoying life. Yeah, nice. All right. Final four question number two. In the next twelve months, what are you most excited about? I would say. There isn't anything other than the website that I'm really excited about over the next 12 months because I, I'm on a lifelong journey of improvement. Mm, like it's okay. not something that I, I want to accomplish over the next 12 months. I mean, granted, I'll, I'll see some improvement, some significant difference, but I, I'm I'm on a constant journey of progressing and improving, helping others do the same. Um, but other than that, just working on the website and seeing some progress through that. I remember a quote from, you know, can't remember where the quote's from, mm-hmm. but it's that most people overestimate how much they can do in a year, but underestimate how much they can do in 10. Yeah. It's like, good quote. You know, so I love that this, this constant improvement, not so much focused on the next 12 months as just what can I do to improve? I love right. it. Question three. All right. So with, with all of your life experience, you know, living all over the place, internationally even, we'll call mm-hmm. Canada internationally. What, what's a parting piece of advice that you'd leave with the audience? Sure. I would say 
appreciate life. We are absolutely blessed to be alive. We are absolutely blessed to live in this time period. I mean, if, if you could see what we're doing right now, I'm speaking into a microphone. I have no idea how this all works. Yeah. You know, this elaborate process, it is going into a machine and is somehow being put out onto these devices that we keep in our pockets at all times. This is, I mean, we just take it for granted. We are absolutely blessed. So, you know, take, take time to appreciate what all we have in life. I feel like that's very important for people to just kind of take a moment to realize how lucky we are. It is incredible, the era that we live in. I was thinking about this the other day when I was driving around and I thought, hey, I think I have time to see the new Avengers movie. Yeah. Which is like, you need to schedule that because it's a three hour movie. Yeah. Me, I can't start a movie after eight o'clock because I'll fall asleep. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I have to work. Of course. So like, I can't just go at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I pull out my phone, you know, pull up my Cinemark app or my Regal Cinemark. It's like, oh, there's one starting in 15 minutes. No, can't do that. And now, oh, maybe that one. As opposed to, you know, when I was my children's age, having to dial a phone number and listen to the recording to say when the shows are. Right. And if you missed, <laughs> if something happened and you missed hearing the show you were looking listening for, dial again. Like, oh. Yeah. Hang up, <laughs> dial back, yep. listen to it all again, yep. make sure you're not interrupted, and then you find out, oh, shoot, the show started 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make it. Yep. Yeah. The the technology that we have in our pockets at all times is just mind-boggling. It really is. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, appreciate life. I love that. Nathan, um, last question, final four. How can the audience connect with you? Sure. Uh, well, you can always check me out on Facebook and LinkedIn. And we will have your name spelled yep. correctly in the show notes. Correct. Yes. Yes. It's E-I-E-I-O. E-I-E-I-O. Uh, so, uh, yeah, of course, you can reach out to me on my email. That's nathan.kniffle at gmail. Or you can do my work email in kniffle at revlocal.com. And then, of course, through social medias. And then you can check out my website, opulentwisdom.com. I work on that several times a week, publishing out new content. And, Yeah. Find me online. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Nathan, thank you very much for your time today. Listeners, if you're not, even if you don't own a business, you know, whether you own a business is irrelevant. If you are not online controlling your narrative, that's a mistake because there is stuff about everyone out there, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. There is stuff floating around about me, you, Nathan, you know, it's all over the place. So it's worth the effort to learn some things so that you can put out there in the eth- in the internet ether stuff that's valuable, stuff that's that shows who you really are and what you do. Business owners take note and give Nathan a call to set up one of these free consultations. You already know he'll do a video for you, maybe, if you <laughs> ask politely. Yeah. Nathan, thanks again. Thank you. Appreciate Jay. your time. Absolutely. Listeners, you've been listening to the Somerville Advice Givers Podcast, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. I'm your host, Yaden Smith. Thank you so much for being with us this week. Without you, we would not be here. Give us a like. Give us a share. Share this episode with someone that you know needs to hear it. On that note, thanks again. We'll see you next week.